Hello there. If you listened or watched, depending on if you are watching videos or listening to my podcast, if you heard my message last week about becoming a 10% of my life person, I mentioned that I was going to talk this week about legacy. And what's really interesting about legacy is that a lot of people don't think about it. A lot of people don't think about their legacy. And I wonder if it's because a lot of people don't believe they have one worth leaving. They don't think their life is meaningful enough. They don't think they've done anything big enough in order to leave a legacy. So I thought this would be a great topic for us to talk about right now because let me just tell you something. I want you to listen to this and get it deep down inside of you because it is a factoid and that is this. You're leaving a legacy right now. Yes, you are. Whether or not you're thinking about it, whether you're, or not you're aware of it, whether or not you're deciding what type of legacy you're going to leave, you're leaving one, period. End of story. You are. It's not going to be the end of the message though, so hang in there. So this is really interesting. Recently, I posted something about legacy on social media and I had somebody write something that kind of surprised me. She said, what do you mean by legacy? And I kind of was taken aback for a minute. And I thought, do you not know what legacy means? But obviously she really wasn't sure what I was talking about with regard to legacy. And that's fair, isn't it? And like I said, probably people haven't thought about their legacy. When we think about legacy, we think about somebody who leaves something magnificent, right? Maybe it's a professional athlete or it's royalty, or there is a business that is passed down through the generations, or land that is deeded down, or you know somebody who's invented something. We really kind of think of these big things, monetary value, or huge, life-changing, world-changing accomplishments, and those certainly are legacies. The most important legacy that we can leave the one that has the most impact, yep, even more than money, even more than leaving stuff for people, is the imprint that we leave inside of people. It is a little piece of us that lives on forever, which should, should really excite you. I mean, get excited about this. I think it's super cool that we can leave a little piece of us in the world forever because our imprint lives on in other people. So we go and we impact in one way or the other people you know you impact one person in whatever way that it is they go out and impact another person they either pass it down within their family or they're out in the world making that imprint live on and it's like dominoes it just keeps going on and on so a little piece of you lives on in the world even if it isn't a dna connection let's say you don't have any children and you're thinking, well, there's no legacy for me. I don't have any kids. There's no, you know, my DNA is going to die right here. That doesn't matter. Your legacy can live on in anybody. We're not just talking about a legacy having to do with your DNA, who you're connected to in that way. You leave your imprint and it does get inside the DNA of other people. That's what's so cool. Your DNA, your actual imprint can live inside other people and a little piece of you will live in the world forever so it's really important that we decide which little piece of us we want living in the world 
I mean, obviously we're, there's a lot to each of us and our personalities are dynamic and we impact people in different ways. We can't help it if we impact people negatively, not meaning to, and they just took it in the wrong way. There have been times we've made wrong choices. We've impacted people negatively. And if there's any way for us to right that ship or you know, to correct that or make amends with that, we should. If not, all we can do then is just go on and, and, and do our best to leave the very best of us in the world. This is why I talk so much about your attitude. This is why I talk about standing up and getting up off of the mat. What kind of a legacy do you want to leave? So for me, you know, it, when you read my, my upcoming book, Still Standing, I, I talk a lot more about my story. I mean, obviously just cherry-picked little pieces of my story, um, hoping it would kind of just paint a more of a picture of the different things that I've overcome because that's what it's all about. It's all about help, helping you to have hope that you can overcome. And in telling those, those stories, you know, I really got to, to thinking a lot about my legacy. And one of the stories is that, you know, my daughter ended up in addiction, which you all know. And so my message is not all about addiction. That just happens to be the biggie for me, well, the biggie biggie was that my daughter was murdered, but those turned out to be the big things for me. But when I was going back and telling pieces of my story, I realized that I had a lot of things that came up that I came up against. And some of them were my own choices and some weren't. You know, that's life. It's a mixed bag. And a lot of things that could have gotten me down and they didn't. And I, you know, I've worked through it. And you probably have a lot of things in your life that you've worked through. You've probably, if you really went back and thought about it, you've gone through some stuff and you've come out the other end and you've come out the other end standing. I always wanted my kids to believe in themselves, to be positive, to believe they could do anything, to believe they were special, to feel safe, to feel loved, to know that they were loved. All of these things that we all want for our children and I worked hard to do that, even though I made the stupid mistake of getting married when I was 20. That's a whole nother story. And winding up with a one and a three-year-old as a single mother. But even so, even through those years, I said, okay, well, here I am now. It's time to stand up and do that. But the thing with Jamie knocked me for a loop. I mean, watching the most brilliant person that I personally knew on a freight train headed toward a brick wall, it, it took me down. I mean, it really did. I, I went through the motions of living, but I wasn't really living. And so a lot of you do know that the, the moment, the aha moment for me, where I was standing at a crossroads, not realizing it in that moment that I was standing at a crossroads, because in that moment, I was just depressed. I was in despair. And it was when I was standing in my kitchen and I said to my husband, Rich, I don't want to be here anymore. It's just too hard. And that's how I felt. I wanted to say that a hundred times, but I never wanted to make him feel bad. And that day, it just it just came out. It erupted. Um, I didn't plan to say it. It just came out. And I felt really badly afterwards because I thought, geez, poor Rich. How must that have made him feel? But you know what, my friends? Sometimes the most desperate moments, the darkest times in our lives can actually be one of the best moments ever because they are opportunities. And thankfully, I took that opportunity. Thankfully, I didn't just let it pass by. I kept thinking about that and that bothered me. It bothered me not just because I said it, 
it bothered me because that's how I was feeling. And I started to remember back. I started to remember that, you know, when I was 11, I was going to own a red licorice factory. And, you know, when I was in my early 30s as a single mother and working for a public company, and the stock was up going on the, you know, upswing for a short period of time, then it plummeted. But while it was on the upswing, I wanted to start a nonprofit to help single, um, single parents give them certain types of support. I thought about the different things that I wanted and the things that I wanted for my children, and my life was so far from any of that and I had become a victim I felt sorry for myself and so I really started to think about my legacy I started thinking this can't be right you know this can't be what I want I didn't want this for my kids I didn't want them to see me self-destruct I don't want them to learn fear from me I didn't want them to learn depression from me I didn't want them to, to learn victimhood from me those were not the things that I had planned and yet here I was that's exactly what I was demonstrating, even if I was pretending. So this is what you need to understand. I wasn't telling Sean, for instance, my son, oh my gosh, poor me, this is terrible, this is terrible. But he is intuitive, he could feel it, he, oh, he knew what was happening to me. I wasn't the same joyous person, no matter what kind of an act I was putting on, I was not the same person that he had grown up with. I was not that person anymore and he could see it happening. And I just really started to feel like that wasn't right. That wasn't fair. And that's the imprint that I was about to leave because I had given up and that was going to be my path. My path was self-destruction and that was going to be my legacy. Wow. That was going to be my legacy. That's what I was willing to leave as my imprint in this world. And if you believe that it's true, that we get inside of people and we leave our imprint on them, then that's exactly what I was doing. I was leaving my imprint of negativity, of paralyzing fear, of hopelessness and helplessness and lack of faith and depression. That's what I was leaving. It wasn't, and it wasn't just that I was leaving that imprint on Sean and rich and even Jamie even though she was out there doing her thing with her inner drug world it was still an imprint that I was leaving but here's what you need to also understand if you leave an imprint like the one I was leaving not only is that not good it's not good for the people you've left it on but what about the other imprint that doesn't get to be left in the world it's like a double whammy the negative one gets left and the imprint that could have been never is. And you're too important. You know, you're not just some accident that just landed on this planet. You're here for a purpose and you're valued and, and loved and cherished. And, and God believes you're a masterpiece. No matter how messy your life is, mine is a very messy. But I still believe that I'm here to leave a lasting legacy. And that's why I'm working really hard to make sure that I leave a good one. Am I perfect? Heck no. I make mistakes daily, hourly, sometimes every minute, <laughs> but, but I'm doing my best. And, I, and that's what I want for you. I hope that, that this message will inspire you to do the same thing, to stop allowing your troubles to take up all of your time and your energy and your heart and your soul. You've got to learn to shift your focus, to start thinking about your legacy this is why I teach with the nine actions. And the nine actions, by the way, they all work together and they all kind of fit together. 
But action number five is to change your attitude and then action number six is to adjust your focus. So if you think about legacy, you gotta have the right attitude and you've gotta learn to shift your focus or you end up like me. You end up standing in your kitchen telling your husband that you don't wanna be here anymore. And another part to it was action number eight, which is to stand on your story. So what happened was that I was feeling so sorry for myself and so depressed. And I know a lot of you are probably thinking, well, you have every right to feel sad. My gosh, your daughter was on, an, like I said, a freight train headed toward a brick wall. You know, she was living with her addiction beast. Yeah, I might have every right to, to do that, but it wasn't helping anybody. And I was feeling sorry for myself. I didn't want to be the mom of an addict. I didn't want that. I, here's the deal. I started to think that was my legacy. That's what I had created. I had somehow, you know, wound up with this child who was on a self-destructive path. The girl that I used to think was going to be the first woman president and I couldn't stop her. And I started to think it was my life sentence. I used to actually say that. Well, this is my life sentence. Yep. This is what I've got. This is good. This is how I'm going to live out my days. I, I, I mean, I had resigned myself to that and thank God for that bad moment, that negative moment, that sad moment where I was sitting there or standing there with Rich and said, I don't want to be here anymore. That was a pivotal moment for me. I was standing at a crossroads and I'm really glad that moment happened. And I wasn't at first, but sometimes that's what it takes for us to, you know, stimulate to find a tiny bit of hope. That's what I did, a tiny bit of hope and a shred of self-confidence that I had left. And I said, no, that is not gonna be my legacy. That's it is not how this story is going to end. And that's why I said I stood up and I had no idea where I was going, how I was gonna get there. There were no nine actions. But what you'll find when you read my book Still Standing is that these actions were in play. They were in play to a certain degree my entire life. All nine of them were somehow in there. They were inside of me and all I did was package them up and give them, give them per some perspectives so that I can help you. So that when you make your decision to stand up and fight, you don't have to claw your way around like I did trying to figure out what in the heck to do. You can use these actions to really to change your life. I hear it all the time. And it's, it's not just important because you should be happy. We hear that, you know, you deserve to be happy. You do. And, you know, you define happiness. And yes, you do. It's all part of it. But it's bigger than that. It's more important than that because you are creating a legacy right now. You are leaving your mark on other people. You're leaving your imprint inside of people. You are leaving a little piece of you in this world. It doesn't happen when you die and then everybody looks back and goes, okay, they left a little piece a little piece of themselves when they died. You're already doing it. Your imprint is happening every single day. So it's critical that you leave the right imprint on people. So that's why, my friend, it doesn't matter if you don't have to go out and do something huge. You don't have to go out and do something massive. You don't have to do something like I'm doing. You don't have to go out and invent something. You don't have to start a nonprofit. Hey, if you wanna do any of those, do it. But my point is that we leave our imprint on people every day, every moment, every interaction. If you want to leave a legacy of writing a book or you want to leave a legacy of a business or you know some, something that is big, 
do that. Absolutely, if that's what you're called to do, you should do that. But no matter what you do, it's that daily imprint. You can leave, think about this one. If you are a person that's gone through really tough stuff like I have, and you stand up, I hear this all the time, and I can't tell you how humbling it is, how much of an honor it is that I'm in a position to use my messy, messy, messy life and all of my mistakes and all the junk, I'm able to use that to inspire people, to help other people get up off of the mat, to give them hope. If you are where I was, then that's you. You have that opportunity. In fact, you have an opportunity I don't have. You come from a completely different perspective. So there are people waiting right now. They need your imprint. They need your legacy. And so I cannot encourage you enough to make that decision right now, wherever you stand. If you're standing in your kitchen saying you don't wanna be here anymore, you decide no, that is not gonna be my legacy. If you're just, your life isn't, you're not down on the mat. You're not standing in your kitchen saying something like that, but maybe you've become complacent. Then you say, no, I have more inside of me. We all have more inside of us. My friends, I could have never in a bazillion years imagined decades ago that I would ever be doing what I'm doing today. That the person who wanted to throw up the first time she did public speaking would be doing things like this. You never know. You never know. But you never will know if you stay where you are. So that's my message to you today. You make the decision to stand up and fight and you decide that you are going to leave an incredible, lasting legacy of hope, confidence, courage, peace, laughter, love, so many amazing, incredible ways in which you can leave your imprint, your mark on the world, your legacy. Thanks again for listening to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Please be sure to follow me on social media and go to my website at ValerieSilvera.com where I have lots of awesome resources to help you stand up and fight and to remain standing. Link arms with me. You are not alone and you don't have to do this alone. Together, we can get through anything.